Hey, Mark, fake banter for the intro. That's all I know how to do. Great. Good to be here. Welcome to Tuesdays with... Stories. Hit her in the face with a surfboard. And then the duck fell out of his bag. <laughs> Surf's up. And she didn't even flush. Knock, knock. Who's there? Mark Norman and Joe Les. Yeah! This is Tuesdays with Stories, everybody. Yeah, that's terrible. This is supposed to be cheesy. My radio is spitting at me. Hey! Here we are, back at the Pad Lunch Stuff Studios Deuce. Yes. We're here. We're queer. I need a beer. Uh, well, you got quite a bar over there. It's not a bad little, uh, what do you call that? Bar. Wet bar? Yeah, I don't know what. I mean, dry bar is a comedy vehicle now. Wet bar, I never understood. Yeah, they're all wet. It's like dry cleaning. That's fully wet, and this is a wet bar, and it's clearly wet. What about this? This sandbar, but ironically, a sandbar is wet. Aha! Uh-huh. But that's s- true. Sand is what you say when something's dry. Right. Oh, she had sand down there, or sandpaper. But isn't the sandbar? That's just sand. It's it's a bar of sand, and then there's water around it. Well, I guess portions of the bar are wet. The yes. underwater portion, because that's still the same bar. It's got to mm, swoop up. Right. True. You know? Then there's Roseanne Bar. She's not wet. No, and Tom Bar. No, Tom Arnold. Uh, <laughs> and then there's a presidential, uh, there's a political bar. Bill Bar, William Bill bar. bar, yeah. Which is so weird, because they're like, Bill Bar? I'm like, oh, he's got a new special? Oh, Bill Bar. Yeah, yeah. Got it. Burr and Bar. Hey, how about the shout out from Burr, by the way? I know. Come on. The three bulls. <laughs> that was pretty good. Me, Sammy, and you. That was exciting. I haven't watched it, but people tweeted about it, sent it, which was nice. Because I'm always afraid I'm going to watch it and I'll hear a tone yeah, where he'll yeah. be like, and list. And I'm like, ah, <laughs> he paused, he squinted or whatever. Yeah, no, it was, it was just us three. It was in and the whole thing's eight seconds and I, I finished. But uh, it's quick, but it's nice. Did you ever watch that movie, Eight Seconds? I think it was a Wrangler movie. Luke Perry. Is that right? It's about uh, getting AIDS. Bull riding, I Bull think. Bull riding, yes. He's dead. Yeah, that's wild. Yeah. Did you watch 90210 at all? I caught a few eps. I had a thing for, uh, what's her face? Uh, I, the blonde. I went with the glasses lady, Andrea. Ugh. And people all thought I was kooky, Whoa. but I liked her because she was out. I think even when I was like 11, I liked an obtainable. Like, uh, even 11-year-old <laughs> right. me, I feel like, I think I could fuck the glasses nerd. Yeah, I could see that. I could see that. But, you know, you're looking back, because that was the early 90s, nobody was, all the, the guys were hotter than the gals. You had Luke Perry, you had uh, Brandon Priestley, you had Ian Ziering. Oh, yeah, yeah. They My were uncle way looked like Ian. Because then you had Tori Spelling, who looks like a, a Clydesdale. And then Doherty is, is apparently a huge coos. Yeah, she was hot, but I didn't see it as much with them. I really did think the glasses dame was pretty sexy. I don't know. I bet if you look back on that, she's probably like 61 when they shot it. Well, then you had Saved by the Bell, Tori Spelling, and she was like a nerd, and that was always like fetishy. Right. It'd be fun to have like a hot girl with, you know, glasses and a Band-Aid or whatever nerds right. wear. Yeah, they really went all archetypes on that show. It was biker, nerd, uh, cheerleader. Black. Black. <laughs> turtle. Yeah. <laughs> Then you had the Hispanic guy with the wife beater on and the blonde white guy, then the nerdy curly-haired Jew. Oh, didn't they just try to cancel Slater? Yeah, he did a trans thing. 
Ah, oh yeah, he said kids shouldn't be, shouldn't be trans or yeah, something. Shouldn't be fucking uh, trans people, whatever it was. But he got he had to apologize. That came up in the Bill Maher thing, right? That's where I heard it. Um, yeah, Save by the Bell was real wacky. I think we already talked about this, but Zach was like the star of the baseball team, the basketball team. Yeah, he was. Uh, he was like an actor. He was in a band. Right. There's no blacks in this school apparently. He was the head of everything. Wrestling coach. He was fucking Mr. Belding. He was everywhere. And there was a separate season for his senior year. So a lot of that he was like a sophomore. Right. Like he was the point guard. Yeah. <laughs> and playing Zach Attack as a junior. Come on. Well, maybe if you're playing in basketball and you got the timeout power, you can just steal the ball. That's why he was so good at every sport. Good point. But do you only get a limited timeout? Is there a 20-second timeout, a full timeout? That's a- all you need is a 20-second, but do you run out like a real game? That's, you, you, that's oh, I see. I see. You yeah. use them all. Right. He's, and then he calls an extra timeout, and they're like, that's a technical foul, Chris <laughs> Weber style. And then he's, you know, whatever. Sure, sure. Yeah, those timeouts, he really didn't utilize those. I mean, you could get a finger in. You could pinch a nip. You could take a shirt off, take a photo, put the shirt back on. Now, Kapowski and Screech removed because they're too obvious. Which character are you, are you fucking if you had to fuck one? Or got to fuck one, I should say. Well, you took Screech out, so uh, <laughs> uh, I guess I'd go I'd go uh, Miss Bliss. <laughs> I'll... Good morning, good evening, and good night. <laughs> I mean, you had uh, Turtle, I thought was pretty Turtle hot was, in her day. Yeah, she was a good-looking tortoise. And I remember feeling pretty progressive as a kid. Right. Because, I mean, I was growing up in Boston. I had uncles and, you know. Yeah, it, it's amazing. She never had a touch of black culture. There was no, you know, like uh, Ebonics or anything or hip-hop lingo. Good point, Yeah. Usually they dead they throw a little like even Oprah who's you know Oprah nice talk show lady fluctuating with fatness but she, every now and then she'd be like mm, no child you know and all the white ones go woo no child left behind but I mean I think they <laughs> I'm trying famous. to I'm racking my brain there's not even a moment and they didn't even do a thing where they were like well you guys don't get it. What do you mean? Like, there wasn't even a very special episode oh. where they were talking. They're like, come on, Lisa, just whatever. And she was like, you don't know what it's like to be me. That's In fact, true. she was quite privileged. She was like the rich. She was the rich with the credit cards and the cool outfits and the rich parents. Right. Yeah, that's true. They always have the serious episode. I guess the serious one was the no-dos. I'm so excited. Well, there was a few because then there was the drinking and driving toga party. She crashed her mother's car. Uh-huh. Or somebody crashed the car. But they all had to lie and stuff. That was a Tory Spelling episode. Oh, is that right? It was a big toga party, and then they were listening toga. to Louie Louie, I think. And mm, CK. Uh, CK, CK. But <clears throat> I think I think it was Lisa's car. It was like her Mercedes, and her mother came. They had to keep lying, and eventually they came clean. It was kind of like the movie Flight. Oh, yeah, yeah. She couldn't stop drinking. She's black. That was um, a fun movie, by the way. Flight was great. Flight I mean, was it, great. That played a role in my sobriety. I was like, what? right before I quit, I was like, yes, he's right. This, this is me. I'm Denzel. We look similar. We yeah. have big dicks. Yeah. I saw that movie, the movie Flight, very late, and it took a while to take off. But uh, it was good. I enjoyed it. Uh, although the only scene I didn't like was uh, at the end where he's got the one bottle on the fridge, and he goes, I didn't love the the slow mo. It was a little dramatic. A little I mean, it, it's certainly not a uh, perfect film. I mean, Goodman's fun, but he was a bit cartoony at yeah, times. Yeah. And um, there was some of the, the, the I thought that Tim Meadows part where um, Tim Meadows, whatever his name is, what's the guy? Oh, uh, Channing Tatum. Uh, 
uh, Cheadle Walker. Cheadle. Cheadle, the ladies' man. The Cheadle scene where he kind of breaks. He's like, "Just give me the joint, I'll roll it." Like yeah. it was kind of like, I, "I'm I'm cool," but I'm right. like, he didn't act. He didn't feel like that. There was problems. I saw that on a flight, and which is a, not a good movie to play. No, they can't play that on a flight. Uh, played on a flight. You heard a little turbulence, like. Is he drinking? Come on. Did you download it? No, no. It was on the roster. What the hell? <laughs> it was that. Final Destination. Sully. It was a horrible lineup. That can't be. That I'm airline joking. should be shut down. <laughs> I mean, these people, they, they you can't even make an illusion. I think there's some movies they pull whole, I think Almost Famous. Almost Famous, they take oh, the whole sequence out. They can't sense. even play it because, you know, if somebody, it's not about the person choosing it. It's about the person three rows behind that glances and goes, Oh, right. <laughs> they think they're seeing a news story. Well, what about all the the nudity? We they 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 leave that in, and you got some twelve year old. You got a bit about it. I got a bit, but nudity I think is fine. That's that's how crazy these people are with the the plane crash. Thing. Right. It's the same with like the people that are like, boy, I don't. But I'm gonna I'm gonna kill myself. And people are like, we gotta call an ambulance. Mm. Fuck you. People take shit serious. They yeah. Think, they think you jinx stuff. Yes. These people. Idiots. Well, everybody's topsy-turvy because, like, Sam's got a great bit about, I don't want to ruin his bit, but it's like they showed a beheading, like an ISIS beheading on the news, and then they bleeped out a fuck. Like, uh. they cut the guy's head off, and the head, like, hit his foot, and he went, ah, oh, fuck, and he went, <laughs> beep, 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 like, well, we got the beheading, you know, we're all over, the, all over the road here. Right, yeah, classic stuff. I mean, the news, you can show whatever, but I think... People are very serious about plane crash. If you if you say something, they think their plane's gonna crash and all that shit. Right, right, yeah, the superstitch. I don't like. I don't think you can play speed on a bus, but maybe bus. They don't give a fuck. I don't. They know. don't give a movie either. I don't think they haven't gotten that good. Well, good point. Speed two, cruise control. Oof. I think that was a number. That was three on Rotten Tomatoes. No joke. Oh wow. Yeah, pretty bad. Even t- even Keanu was like. I'm out. I did Bill and Ted, but I won't do this. Well, I always thought uh, that Speed 2 would have made sense if it was Keanu's character. Mm. Like, he's a bomb guy, and he's like, here's another bomb he's going to deal with. But, like, Sally Field or whoever the woman was. Bullock. Sandra Bullock is like... (laughs) Another bomb, boy. Like, yeah. what is she? Fucking, uh, you know. What is she, my, uh, my act? Yeah. All these bombs. I was rifling through my head to think of a comic that wouldn't be offended. <laughs> That's going to hear it, me. but also. I'm right here. I know, but you're, you do well. Ah, who knows? Well, we've all, we've all died. I was dying this weekend. I had one of the all-time, you know, Thursday was solid, Friday, Friday, Saturday, but late Saturday, Bomb! Let the t- the t- last show. Take me through. Where are we? What's okay, going hold, on here? Let let's, me uh, let me pull up. I got, I got notes. We're twenty five minutes in already. We oh, haven't even geez. gotten to the business. All right, all right. Yeah, we got a lot of a lot of stuff to go over here. Uh, first off, well, should I go in chronological? I'll just jump right to it. So, uh, how about this? Get to Greenville, South Carolina. Okay, doing the Comedy Zone. It's just a real pain in the douche because you got to fly, you got to go to Newark, then you got to fly to Charlotte, and then you got to take a little pond jumper over to Greenville, Greenville Spartanburg Airport. Hmm. Tiny airport. They don't even know what COVID is. No one had a mask. It was wild. Uh, it was just. It's night. It's 2018 over there. They they they're still with Trump. They're not wearing masks. They're all. They're all not worried. There's cowboy hats. They're they're playing, you know, old music and it's crazy. So got an Uber to our hotel, me and fat Chris L. Hey Chris. We're staying he picked me up. We're staying in the suburban hotel. 
on the outskirts of town. Oof. Now, the outskirts is always bad, but it's real bad in Greenville. Now, is this his area or your area? Well, it's by the mall. Okay. But it's Hill Bill. Gotcha. And we get in there. We both check in. There's two fat ladies with neck tattoos arguing and yelling at the uh, yelling at the clerk. You know, oh like, boy. fuck you. I told you not to give me that room, and you put me in that room. And he's just like, oh, here we go. And he's not even phased by it. That's how you know we're, we're in trouble. And they got the mask down here, and they're just yelling. And he's got his mask down. He works there, and his mask is here. It was crazy. Oh, boy. So they're going at it, and that was our first introduction. We have to wait behind them to check in. We check in. Chris gets into his room. It's got jizz on the on the couch. Before he even did it, the the, the it's an extended stay, which is always a bad, a red flag. Oh, really? Because they, they got the microwave and the oven and the stove and the dishes? I know, but everybody gets divorced or they get evicted or they right. kill a kid and then they go hide in there for three years. Right. Because it's extended stay. Hey, I got a kitchen. I can live here. Yeah, I never trust the kitchen. I don't like the forks. And then you never have... There's always one thing you need that's missing. Uh-huh. There's not a strainer or the spoon's right. too big or the <laughs> oven takes a... You know, it smokes or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Well, I was missing a maid, I guess, because uh, that room looks like... Uh, looked like Nam had been through there. It was just disheveled. The carpet's all fucked up. There's a pube on the on the shower. And I, I said, hey, Chris, what are you doing? He goes, I got to get out of this room. So we go, we go get lunch. And... He's like, you can't stay there. I'm like, ah, what are you going to do? You know, you, you kind of just get into that mindset of like, this is it. Yeah, I didn't know we were even allowed to. It wasn't until we worked with DeRosa that yes! time. Remember that? We did yes! DeRosa 20 years ago, and the guy had less credits than my sister has. I know. And he was calling our manager, telling him what's what. He's like, we're not staying here. Right, boys? And then you and I were like in the pool being like, <laughs> I'm fine. I had a beer hip thing on my head, the helmet <laughs> with the two pipes, you know. I th- we stayed there. The place was fine. It was great. You and I shared a room. It had two levels. Yes, two levels. Levels, Jerry. I was going to Peru the next day. Oh, that's right. That was a, that was a big weekend. Big week. A lot of things going on. My, I think my first club weekend, by the way. No kidding. Remember we tried to walk to find a strip club for like hours. Oh, we couldn't find that's it. right. We walked down the highway, and that's when you told me I was doing a bit about my day job, and you were like, don't ever tell them you have a job. And I was oh, like, why not? Right. It was a big, big mind fuck for me. Oh, right. That was also where you were like, I noticed you'd never write anything. <laughs> And I was like, I, I got 20. Yeah. <laughs> well, I was trembling every night because it was a, a real comedy club with paid seats and, and a bar. <laughs> I couldn't believe it. I was I was a creek guy. I think we were doing pills and oh, yeah. booze and a lot, too. Oh, yeah. Yeah, we'd wake up and just go get a, like an 18 case. Yeah, and then Bjorn left us in that. That's right. And then at one point, sorry, I went down review alley here, but sure. I remember DeRosa I right going... There. I remember DeRosa saying, we were in the pool, and he was standing there. He's like, what are you guys going to do? And then yada, yada. He's like, eventually, we all have to move to L.A. anyways. And I remember being like, what? Oh, yeah. It was so strange. Like, he said, he's like, you know, like, matter-of-factly, we're all going to have to move to L.A. Yeah. I thought that was so strange. Well, his career was kind of... And then after that weekend, it all went to hell. But he had a little (laughs) slow rise for a minute. He was on his way, and then, you know, he got AIDS or whatever. Yeah. But now he's back. Yeah, he's quit comedy since, and he's doing podcasts like the rest of us. But that's neither here nor there. So we're, me and Chris are at lunch or we're eating dinner or whatever we're doing, and he's like, you can't stay there. He's like, I can stay there. I'm the opener or whatever, but you can't stay. He's like, he's like pumping me up. And I'm like, yeah, maybe I can't. What am I doing? I've never complained in my life about a club or a hotel uh, to the management. Uh. So we get to the club, and, you know, it's a nice club. It's right in the heart of downtown. And you just pull in 
to downtown and it's like lights everywhere and all these great restaurants and beautiful people and water fountains and and all this shit we're like what are we doing oh my god this is so pretty over here we're out here in the sticks and so we walk in we're talking to the guy and he goes uh, how's the hotel and i just unloaded i was like it sucks he's got jizz in his eye i got uh, herpes we're all over the place and he goes wow is that right yeah yeah so he's a nice guy shows are great we got a call the next morning. I'm at Chipotle at about 11 a.m. We moved you out of the hotel. Hey, all right. They put. They felt bad. He was very apologetic. And I start to get like, oh, that's why these big shots do this. It works. Well, I think also you came at a nice angle because you didn't call and say, hey, fuck you. You let him say, how is it? And then you get to do the, well, to be honest, it's a piece of shit. Exactly. I think that helps. That helps. And I was just trying to be funny and, you know, uh, jizz joke, semen, DNA, CSI, whatever it is. Sure. So he, he took the bait and he was a cool guy. He's like, I don't give a shit. I'm a bartender. I'll tell him, you know. And uh, it was great. He moved me to the Hilton. But here's the clinker. They didn't move the fat man. Ah, poor guy. Yeah, yeah. Well, racism in America. Yeah, 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 yeah. Alan lives matter. <laughs> so he uh, he's like, oh. So now we're at the mall walking around, and he's doing the the, the pouting. You know, oh, he's geez. a powder. Yeah, and a bully. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> powder. Good movie. So disagree. <laughs> yeah, it's horrible. Uh, Travolta's in that? No, that was phenomenon. No, phenomenon. Oh, and Tra- Michael. <laughs> <laughs> oh, he had a couple stinkers, huh? Yeah, Travolta had like good in the 70s, had the comeback with Pulp, and then yeah. after that, just a big bag of cheese, if you ask me. I agree. Yeah, Battlefield Earth, Swordfish. Face-off yeah. stinks. I'll Woo! get tweets for that one, no. but that movie's a piece of garbage. It's a popcorn dickless, but it stinks. <laughs> it's fun. You put it in the VHS, you hug your brother, you give him a noogie, you, you know, you eat a grilled cheese, but that movie's a bag of cheese. Oof, stinks. Yeah. Oh, yeah, 80s weren't great either. He had a uh, perfect staying alive. He had blowout. Or was that 70s? I think that might have been 81 or something uh, like that. Yeah. But that movie's got some cheese on it too, by the way. Oh, is that a De Palma? It's De Palma, and it's it's great at points. But the end of blowout, I don't know. Is it blow up? Blow out. Blow out. I think it's blow out. Blow up is the earlier version. Blow out is like a remake of uh, blow up. Oh, is that right? I think that was like blow up is like a foreign... You know, people pretend to have seen it. Mm. And then blow out the end. It ends with him like walking up a building and there's like an American flag and fireworks. It's really stupid at the end. Ah, but there's parts that are, you know, interesting. I prefer blow up doll. That's a whole different bag of hammers. But so now it's awkward because Chris is like, all right, he's kind of pouting. And I'm like, ah, so I I call the guy back and I go, what do you think about getting this uh, black kid in the hotel? (laughs) And he was like. Hey, you know, you got to pay your dues, buddy. That's how it goes. You know, we help the headliner. And I'm like, all right, all right, I get it. But he's like, well, we got nothing to do all day, so I'll just drive you to the, the place. Okay. And I was like, I can't have you drive me there. That's a insult to anal here. Uh, so I was like, oh, let, me, let me figure something out. So I text the bartender guy again, and he goes, actually, I know a guy who works at the, because it's a small town. They all know each other. Sure. I know a guy. Let me see if I can get him a discounted rate. And I go, great. He calls me back. I got him the discounted rate. So he goes, fuck it. I'll just buy a room. I can't stay in this place. There's drug deals going down. There's people cleaning their gun. There's pit bulls everywhere. There's cockfights. So he, we drive over. He's like, I'm just going to buy a room. We get there. 
And they go, all right, sir, that'll be whatever, whatever, $800. And I just, I had to do it. I had to give him the card. Hey. What are you going to do? Right. I mean, come on. He's, he's the opener. Yeah, he's got to be taking a loss, although he makes some sweet government cake. That's true. He was a military man. Yeah, he's getting all that government cheese. So, uh, you know, you, you did a good deed there. You're supporting the troops or whatever. Uh-huh. But yes. for God's sakes, he can afford it. Boots on the ground. And, uh, you know, he's uh, he's doing well. He's bringing it on every show. He's killing. So, yeah, yeah. It's the least I can do. And then we had some fine, some fine shows. But that last show, man. First of all, they go, oh, it's going to be 75% capacity because of COVID. That room was jammed to the gills. 75%, by the way, that's pretty substantial. That's a joke, yeah. That's the reverse of, I think, what it's supposed to be. I, what, 25? I think it's 25. Well, here it's 25. I don't know what's going on in Greenville. I think there it's supposed to be 50, but uh, But who knows? Yeah, who knows? So they were packing it all in, and the, you know, the waitress has got the nose out, you know, the, the mask. Like, <laughs> nobody gives a shit. You know, one guy spit in my eye. And uh, so every show is great, and the last show, it was the most full. So I was like, this is going to be great. Weekend's been great. New stuff's working, and I just, I had them for the first eight, and then, whoo, baby. It was one of those shows where some guy over there would go, comedy. One guy would go, two's gay. And they'd go, how's the moped? What's that, a beamer? What's shaking fatty? And I'm like, ah, ah, ah. it was like whack-a-mole with heckles. I couldn't, I couldn't stop them all. Oh, so it was some fans there. It was fans, but it was just a boozy night. There's nothing to do there. So you start drinking at 2 p.m. This guy in the front row has got a comedy shirt on. He's sleeping. Oh, jeez. That's over. You know, then I got one lady's <laughs> like, over. Uh, one lady's just like, she's off to the right. You couldn't see her. I couldn't make fun of her appearance because it was too dark. So that's done. And just, uh, you know, then you got, like, the conservative couple up front, just like, uh, it was tough. One lady complained, said I was too dirty. She's like, this is North Carolina, or South Carolina. You don't come here with that filthy shit in New York. That shit doesn't fly here. I'm like, <laughs> Jesus Christ. Isn't that weird? People blow each other, and then they get mad about the word, the joke about blowing. Oh, yeah. I mean, I think Carlin had a thing like that where he's like, if you're willing to swallow, come, <laughs> shut the fuck up, or whatever it yeah. was. Yeah. I mean, go home and blow each other. Yeah. It's, it's weird. I mean, everyone's seen an asshole. Everyone's eaten out an asshole. Everyone's had sex with a kid, but any kind of swearing, they're like, hey, I can't hear this. Exactly. Nonsense. It's a kooky, kooky world we live in. And they're all, it's, I, at one point, I go, unbuckle that Bible belt, you homos. Because it was just, you could just see them like, Oh, I can feel the Lord's wrath upon ye. Well, Greenville, I think, is that area where it's just, it's all churches. You yes. drive down the street and there's a church across from a church and then another church. Church so, is chicken. So, uh, yeah, you guys got to be careful down there. But sometimes it's the worst when it's the last show because you know. leave the flight out. You're thinking about that show. Exactly. And it doesn't make me miss those weekends because oh. I'm doing all one-nighter outdoor nonsense and they're all so grateful. Yes. So it's nice to not have. I did the one with Danny Braff in New Jersey. Oh, have you done good. that one? You did good. that one, yeah. I like Braff. And that was one of the few times I did a show and then sat in my car. I was like, I got another show. I haven't done two in a night oh, in a long yeah, time. That's weird, huh? And the second one was ended up being better, I thought. But yeah, that feeling of a great show and a shit show in the same night is so weird because it's a real roller coaster. Totally. And and I got to give a shout out to this guy Kyle. He's a big ginger Irish Mick. But he was like the head waiter, kind of the manager guy, and he does comedy, so he knew what to do. He's like, if a guy yelled out, he's like, you want me to throw that guy out? You know how some clubs are like, oh, he's having fun. Yeah. Like He knew he would get you a drink, he'd get you food, then he'd be like, oh, I saw some kid trying to get in the green room, so he'd throw him out. Like He knew exactly what a comic wanted. Yeah, the best 
way, and it's not easy, but the best way to have a great club is to have a club that's very successful and you don't need anybody's money. Comedy right. on State, which I'm repping, the cellar where I just sat and jerked off. All those clubs where they're like, we don't give a fuck. Yes. Leave. Yes. But some of these clubs, if you work in the funny tit in, in Greenville, yeah. they're like, we can't kick him out. We need his eight bucks or completely, whatever. Completely. Yeah. Which I get that too, but at some point you got to side with the comedian. Please, we're dying up there, folks. Exactly. They don't always get that we're the most important part, which is what Noam has been saying for years. The most, the owner of the comedy cellar, he's like, I recognized early that keeping the comics happy, that's the most important Yeah, and we're a fucking thing. sewing circle. We all get together, we talk, and people go, how's Greenville? And you go, don't go there. And they go, all right, fuck it. Now yeah. you're losing out on good comics. Well, speaking of sewing circles and talking, it's <clears throat> nice to keep this... Oh, gotcha. Almost read the red print. Ooh. Today's episode is brought to you by Talkspace, folks. Wee. I'm sure you all need somebody to talk to right now. These are hard times. Maybe the hardest times. Here, here. I'm a... Oh, never mind. For many, for many people. And uh, it's 2020. There's a lot to be anxious about. And if you're feeling overwhelmed right now, we are right there with you. I mean, what's right and wrong? Should I do this? Should I do that? Do I wear this? It's a very confusing times. Mm -hmm. I'm grateful I have a therapist. If you don't have a therapist, you can get one. Yes. Via Talkspace. That's what you got to do. Not everyone out there will have their own Alan like we do. Oh, yeah. Love Alan. That's why we're recommending Talkspace. It's an online therapy that's here to give you and anyone you know support because we all need it right now. Mm -hmm. They will match you with a licensed therapist who you'll be able to reach out to 24 hours a day, seven days a week. That's right. Whenever something is on your mind, you'll hear back five days a week. I mean, it's affordable. It's beautiful. You got to get Talkspace. I have a therapist. You have a therapist. Oh, you yeah. guys should have a therapist. Yes. Tell them how to get one, Mark. All right. Well, the bottom line is we all need somebody to talk to, and Talkspace wants to give us the licensed support we deserve at a price we can afford. Just for our listeners, you can get 100 clams <laughs> off your first month with code TUESDAYS. That's Tuesdays, plural. To match with your perfect therapist, go to Talkspace.com or download the app and use code TUESDAYS to get $100 off your first month. That's Tuesdays and Talkspace. Dot com. Go get your head right, folks. Now, this uh, episode is also brought to you. I am excited about this. Please. This is a sponsor I'm thrilled about. I was just telling you about it. Oh, you got to yeah. get on this. I'm dying. I'm an idiot. This is Hawthorne, brand new sponsor. They sent us a thing, which Mark has delayed, but I'm telling you, you're going to cream right in your pants. I'm and on it now. No pun intended with cream. It's Hawthorne.co.co, that is. Mm -hmm. Make sure you get the Hawthorne.co. What you do is they gave us each a, a pretty hefty gift certificate oh, really? to uh, spend there. And you got to go. You fill out a test for everybody at home there. You, they tell you what kind of skin are you. Are you dry? Are you wet? Are you, you know, whatever? Mm. And you say it. You fill it in. And they go, here's what we recommend. Wow. I went... Full in. I went, I said, give me the house. I got moisturizer, sunblock, soap, best smelling hand soap I've ever smelt. The body wash, Sarah's using it. I mean, she's never been hornier. She oh, smells me. My really? God. You got to get some of this. I haven't even looked at the, the, the copy here. Uh -huh. I'm just telling you right from my own tits. This stuff is first class. It's the real deal. And I always go to places. My friend's wife has got all the super bottle of this, mm -hmm. this kind of thing. 
I mean, this is the super soap, super everything. Oh, boy. Hawthorne is a premium tailored personal care brand that's making it easy for guys to feel and smell their best. Start with their quiz. As I mentioned, they ask things like, how do you spend a night out? Do you prefer city life or country life? They give you all that stuff. I mean, I filled it out honestly. Everything I got in there is fantastic. You're going to love it. I can't wait for you to, to get this I'm stuff. I'm excited, right, for the holidays, folks. Yeah, exactly. So tell them how to do it there, Mark. All right. Get special offers for the holidays going on right now by visiting Hawthorne.co. C-O. That's Hawthorne.co. H-A-W-T-H-O-R-N-E dot C-O to check out their special <laughs> holiday offers. Hawthorne.co. Go! Save some time by not hitting that M. Oh, you're going to love it. You are going to love that stuff. I and can't wait. We got another, should we do another one right now, or should we put some time in between? I feel what like we'll, we do? we'll spread, spread the love a little bit. We'll Super spread spreader. It. Let's not forget it. All <laughs> right, yeah. So uh, just a fun twig of a douche here. I, um, I, uh, I want to talk about my, my excursion back from Greenville because it was not easy. But it's one of these clubs that's very hands-on. Like the waiter will pick you up for radio, like all that shit. You right. know, like they don't have, they're not, they're not shelling out Uber money. They're like, we'll do it. Sure. <clears throat> so I go, I gotta get, uh, I gotta get to the airport tomorrow. You know, he's doing the money. You know, uh-huh. you're, you're settling up in the office. He's like, I was like, hey, what are you guys doing about the airport pickup? Some places give you a limo, some places give you an Uber, whatever. And the guy goes, I'll drive you. What time? I was like, well, the flight's at eight thirty, so I want to be there at seven thirty. He's like, all right, I'll pick you up at seven. I'm like. Is that a nightmare for you? You know, like you, you got a beer in your hand. You've been having shots all night. And he's like, eh. I, I, don't, I don't care for the casualness. Yes, it was too cash. I like a, when I get a pickup, I like a guy who's like, let me call him right now. He right. talks. He goes, 730. This guy's a star. So you better not fuck this up. And I can hear him on the line and be like, yes, sir. No, sir. Right. And then you get an email confirmation. The hotel involved. I want everybody involved. These people that just do the, uh, I got you. I know. He's got a joint in his mouth. He's getting blown. He's got a beer. I was like, you sure? Are you going to make it? You know, it was like the wake-up call episode. I'm like, you sure you got this? But, you know, lo and behold, he showed up right at 7. I'm wolfing down the free breakfast. That's another thing. The free breakfast is open, baby. No sneeze guard. No nothing. Yeah, I think no one get. I think people get this thing. I don't know. I'm gonna get a bunch of emails. I don't know nothing about nothing. But it feels like people get it from being like in a place for over 15 minutes, breathing, spitting, yep. fucking. Yeah. All this business with like, uh, you know, watching the package and I uh, touched a banana and whatever the fuck and Asians. through the eyes. I'm like, get out of here. Yeah, Chinese I think a, guy. A pass by, a three minute chat, a quick photo i think you're fine i yeah. think it's extended time indoors no ventilation you know like this yeah exactly <laughs> so he picks me up and we get to the airport and uh i'm having some trouble with my american app fuck you american airlines you stink never works and i go i'm trying to check in you know and it won't let me check in and i go i'll just check in at the place in the kiosk and it just goes boom, delayed. Mm. And I'm like, ah, now oh, delayed again. You know, so now I'm gonna miss my connection. Ah. So now the whole thing is is up in the air. It's very uncertain. Like, all right, now what do I do? So I go up to the lady and I'm like, okay, looks like I'm missing my connection. It's you know, it's seven thirty, eight thirty in the morning. I'm like, I'm all groggy. And she's like, oh, we can get you on one tomorrow morning. Ah. And I'm like, wait, what? I just gotta get to Charlotte to get home. The Charlotte flight is fine because I gotta go here to Charlotte to home. Sure. It sounds like it's not up in the air, by the way. Ah, <laughs> I, I wish it was. So she's like, yeah, next one is at uh, you know, to Charlotte. And then I go, well, how far away is Charlotte? And she goes, ah, it's like you know, an hour and a half drive. And I go, hmm, 
Maybe I'll rent a car and go just drive to Charlotte because I don't want to miss this flight. Sure. And she goes, yeah, you can do that. So I go back out to the rental car place, and there's a line around the corner because everybody's got this idea. Right. So I go, just out of curiosity, I'm like yelling over, how much does it cost for And he goes, we got one car left. We're doing about 260 I'm like, 260 I just need to get to Charlotte. I'll give you the car back in two hours. He's like, yeah, yeah, we, we can jack the prices up because look at the demand. Right. So I just popped in an Uber. Some old guy picked me up named Jackie, picked me up in a truck, went there, fell asleep in the bed of the truck. Uber? Yeah. It was, Whoa. Uh, it was $111. No shit. Yeah. So I'm going to call American and try to get a reimbursed, even though they're going to fuck me right up the pooper. And he didn't want to chat? Because down there, they like to chat. He did. He wanted to chat, and he was he was a little older, so he was a little uh, okay. Biden-y. You know? He was kind of loopy and mumbly, <laughs> and he was sniffing my hair. And he goes, uh, yeah, yeah, I'm in a band, too. You know, oh, is that right? Yeah, oh, yeah, oh, and I, uh, you know, I love to fix old cars. Oh, how about that? Oh, and I love, I love planting. I love gardening. I'm like, all right. And I did this move, which is my new move. I go, hey, man, it's early. If I fall asleep, don't take it personal. Hey, that's nice. Yeah, and he's like, oh, of course, of course. And then he said a few more things, but I just didn't respond, and it worked. Wow, good for you! And yeah. so, wh- when you got there, did you did you wake up a little bit before? Did you have to just do like do periodical like eye opens? I would wake up, you know, I do a squintaroo. I'm playing possum back there, and then uh, <laughs> I I kind of peeked up and I saw like Charlotte Airport two exits. So I was like, all right, I got about ten more minutes. Laid down again, and I'm like looking at my phone in the back, you know. And uh, right when we got there, I just went, oh, and I had the drool going and a boner. Because there, so. there's nothing creepier than the back seat sleep, and then you crack your eyes open, you see the rear view, and they're oh, looking at you. The, the guy's worst. driving while looking at your sleeping face, yeah. and you're like, what is this? I know, it's terrifying. <clears> but uh, yeah, got there, got on the flight, made it home. But it, it just, it's such a, throws you for a goop, because you're like, Okay, I'll just go to the airport. You go into that zombie mode. I'm on two hours of sleep. I'm hungover. I'm gay. And then you're like, go through the security. Just get me on a flight. Transfer. Another flight. I'm home. This was like, okay, wake up. Snap into it. Uber. Get there. Figure it out. You know, you had to, you had to get on your feet at, at 8 a.m. Right. Yeah, it's not pleasant. I don't miss any of that shit. None of it. I, I miss the, the show. You know what I miss the most is the hotels. I've stayed in hotel. three hotels during all of this. Love it. And uh, I was just watching the new Woody Allen or the old Woody Allen that got canceled because he, you know, whatever the fuck. And uh, it's not great, by the way. And ah. they shot it right out here. But mm-hmm. it's, a, it's a piece of shit. But anyways, but I still enjoyed it. But they're, they're in all the hotels and they're traveling. And, the th- and you just want to be like, oh, fuck, I want to be in a hotel and, and, and traveling around. Yeah, the hotel's nice. Right when you check in, you're like, ah, you rub one out. You put the TV on. It's nice. I'll tell you what I'm going to do, though. I had this idea watching the Woody flick. Yes. All these Manhattan hotels, nobody's in them. Yeah, staycation. They're like 100 bucks. So we're going to go stay at the High Line, the standard Ooh. where everyone fucks in the window. And, I love uh, it. I'm trying to get her to fuck in the window, but she's not as fun as me. But no. I mean, remember early on when it first opened, if you're not familiar, I think it's the standard. It's on High Line. I think you're the, right. The High Line. I said High Line. But it, it was for a while, everyone was, it became the fuck in the window place. Yeah, and right. I got to see it a couple times Whoa. live. And so you can stay there for like 110 bucks. It's wow. normally 8,000 sure. bucks. So Who'd you see? Epstein, Harvey, anybody good? I'm not sure. They looked like they were both adulty. But I mean, uh, it was like up against the window, the tits, and oh, it was pretty thrilling. That's amazing. Yeah. So uh, we're going to do that. And, uh, you know, the Pierre, I'm like, how much does that cost these days? Ooh, the yeah. Carlisle, the Plaza. I mean, 
What's it cost on a Wednesday? It might be yeah, fun. I think it was about three fifty a night for a lot of those high end. But if it's a hundred bucks, fuck it. Yeah, I mean, I looked at less high end, but like nice. Yeah, you know, four star or whatever the fuck. But no, that's I nice. Want, I want like a park view. How fun would that be? Oh, park view. That's lunch. Uh, we'll see. I don't know. Who knows what's what? But it's a great. I mean, you got the Christmas coming up. Could be a gift. Yeah, why not? It's fun. We're in the city, anyways. I don't know. Yeah. All right. Well, you you go. I've been hogging this. Well, I got to talk about. Um, <clears throat> oh boy, getting a business text. I should have gone uh, airplane mode. But I got to talk about a, a few things. Please. One. Let me just make sure I got it. Oh, I want to play my web series real quick. It goes live tomorrow, Wednesday, oh, three dope. p.m. What's this? I've, I've teased a little bit. It's Ooh. a thing I shot in the basement with Hershon. Don't get too excited. It's, oh, boy. It's just me being a goof. It's real silly. 3 p.m. tomorrow on my YouTube channel. Subscribe Wednesday, 3 p.m. And uh, it's goofballs. If you like The Ultimate Warrior, you'll probably like this. It's All me right. acting like a retard. It's pretty fun. By the way, also, this is written down. Have you seen the show Servant on a Apple Plus? I've heard about it. It's a M. Night Shyamalama Ding Dong produced it, didn't uh, write or direct it, which okay. isn't that a bummer where you have to say his name's attached, but right. he didn't make it. I mean, right. that's a bad sign. I think it's a good sign, though, because a lot of his stuff is garbage. That's what I mean. Oh, oh. I'm saying it's bad for him <laughs> that I have to be like, but he didn't make it. Yeah. <laughs> he just produced it. You know right, what I mean? Like, right. what a bad sign. I know, I know. But I think that's just you. Most people just hear his name and go, oh, I know that guy from the 16th Candle or whatever. But you you actually know he sucks. Most people just hear that name. But anyway, go, we'll check it out. This show is pretty, it's on Apple Plus, which you can get a free trial. And uh, it's quite thrilling. It's spooky and goofy and mm. whack. Not goofy, kooky. Sir, is it about Applebee's? What are we talking? Who's the servant? It's about a rich couple in Philadelphia, and their baby dies, which is hilarious. Already good. And the woman's all shocked and chagrined, so the therapist, who's a kook, says, why don't we give her like a, a doll mm. to kind of like uh, be therapeutic so she can take care of the doll. Uh -huh. And then hijinks ensues. I don't want to give anything away. Oh, the doll comes to life. Well, all you right. didn't hear that from me. Little Chucky action, eh? Well, it's not like that. It's not like a like a fucking the dolls. You know, it's like the doll. I don't want to give nothing all away, right, but it's right. something. But it's it's better than Chucky. Chucky right. stinks. I hate Chucky. I never got it. I don't like I don't like gremlins. Hey, take that, you homos. Oh, I can take or leave gremlins. Yeah, oh, yeah, oh, you got, got wet. Oh, yeah, that's not so easy. There's the cute guy that's trying to sell a toy, whatever. Sure. <clears throat> but let me talk about this. Uh, I mean, Creek in the Cave, I feel like we should talk oh, about that close. There's creek. a lot to get to. But let me make sure I get to this, because I had one of the great, great nights of my career in oh, comedy history oh, since boy. that Sinbad show. Oh, in the Caribbean. He had a stroke. I saw. Stroke of genius. I was talking to uh, Natterman. Uh, Quit bragging. <laughs> Dan Natterman on the phone about passport business. What? On the phone? That guy's got a phone? <laughs> Can you believe it? Uh, it's got to be a rotary. Me and Natterman on the phone. I mean, it was strange days, but so we're talking on the phone. He comes. We're having phone sex. <laughs> I'm whispering. And, uh, and he mentions, hey, Sinbad just had a stroke right in the middle of the talk. And I'm trying to talk about my passport or whatever. But uh -huh. anyway, so best of luck, Sinbad. Keep it tight or whatever sure yeah keep it fly fresh and funky i, I hope you and your snowmobile suit are okay yo Sinbad. <laughs> remember that bit where you, he cheats on his girlfriend you try to sneak home and the birds be like yo Sinbad. <laughs> <laughs> he's fucking hilarious i mean i love that special great bit you hung out with him he's gonna die whatever it's good stuff <clears throat> anyways no, he's, he's six eight 
Really? Yeah, yeah. No kidding. I wow. got in a fight with Colin Quinn about this two days ago. He's like, he's six eight. I'm like, I think he's like six five. He's like, he's six eight. I was like, all right, all right. Damn. All right. So give that a goog. I don't know. So Colin was the guy saying six eight. Yeah. Because he's been wrong about a lot of oh, stuff. Oh, well, we kind of got into it. I was like, I don't think he's six. I've met the guy. He didn't strike me as a six eighter. I felt like Conan was taller than Sinbad, but eh. Interesting. Well, maybe he's hunches. Yeah, maybe he's a huncher. Ron hunches. I got a hunch. I can't miss. Uh, <clears throat> all right. So, anyways, I'm doing this gig. Why Hunch did I bring back. up Natterman? Because I talked to uh, the phone. phone Sinbad. Sinbad. Oh, because I was referencing comedian. Ah. Uh-huh. Anyway, so I got the gig in Royersford. You yes. know how we love Royersford, and he's got us going every other month. By the way, Soldier, love Wh- you, buddy. Which is every month for you Tuesdays out there. I think you're doing December. I'm doing January. You do February. I do March. So we got a every other mid month thing going on. Yeah, you, should, you should be able to buy like Tuesdays with Stories season tickets or Ooh, something. Ooh, I like that. Give me 40% off. I want every list Norman show. Yeah, you get like a bracelet like it's the Fast Pass at Disney. Something like that. So I'm going down there, and last time, of course, I brought Louie. So mm-hmm. Joel's kind of on me like, hey, is, is Louie coming this time or what? And yeah. You start taking it a little personal, but yeah, whatever. I hear you. Well, he wants to sell a ticket that. That of course, and everybody's excited. The guy's, uh, sure. you know, Louis, Louis, of course. And I don't really take it personally because now he's going to hear this and text me and be like, I'm sorry. I'm only kidding. Yeah, we love you, Jojo. I mean, I love that place. I uh, can't say anything more about it. I think they're doing the best outdoor comedy of, of anybody. I agree. Now, can I ask about the setup? It's getting a little nippy out. Does he have a hot tub or a fan or a heat lamp? What are we talking? Well, he's got two fans right here, baby. We love you, pal. Yeah, uh, but he's you got big, the, fat chooch. He had a tent, which is good because we're doing the first tent show, and this is a rainy night. If you remember, a rainy night in Soho mm. last Wednesday. And so it's rainy. He's like, don't worry. We got the tent, and it's the first one, but it's on all the sand, and it was pouring. I mean, mm. we're going down there. It's pouring, but I'm getting ahead of myself. Sorry, getting ahead. I'm getting ahead. So I'm in Royersford, and I, I asked Louie, hey, I don't know if you want to come by. We had a fun time last time. Let me know if you want to come. I got Ronan Hirschberg and oh. Steve Big Dick Rogers. All right, fun crew. And, of course, James Mattern is hosting. And the so I, I got the car. I'm like, we'll meet at my place. We'll all drive down. Haven't heard from Louie, but I've texted him. And he's kind of responding to other stuff, but not responding Ah, to the show. I know what that's about. So then I'm like, oh, maybe he thinks I'm going to plug. We're secretly promoting him. So he's not responding to that. That's where I'm, you know, how you always start Mm, thinking about other stuff. I'm like, because he's responding to the other stuff, but not to the show stuff. And he's not a guy that just ignores a question if he doesn't want to answer. Yeah, he'll give you the straight dope. He'll go, I'm not going, fuck you. Mm -hmm. So he's just not responding. I go, oh, well, whatever. I guess he's not coming. Tuesday night, we got a show. We're doing a show at 13th Step, Canner's Old Bar. Remember that place? I'm there tomorrow. It's a good show. He was doing it before COVID. He's brought it back, and it's all safety first. There's seats, you know, six feet apart. Sure. Everyone wears the mask. They got the cream that you wipe your hands on that I don't think does anything either. Ah, the pure anal. I don't think anyone's getting it from touching stuff. I th- whatever the fuck, but those are just my theories. It's a, it's a mental thing. Makes you feel good. It's I, like taking your shoes off at the, uh, you know. Exactly. Payless. And the thermometer. There you go. So that no one ever looks at. So <laughs> we, we go do the gig, and this is a hot gig. Canner's nervous. It's his first one back. He's got Nick Griffin, Matt Broussard, me, Sarah, Big Dick Rogers is hosting. And this is solid. That's a solid lineup. And a lot of honkies. So we go over there, and we're all hanging out in the back. Everyone's got their masks on. Good hang. We're all chatting. And Louie texts back and goes, hey, 
I'm going to come to that Royersford oh, thing tomorrow. All right, we got confirmation. So I go, great, all right. And that's big. It's exciting because, A, I can do less time, which is nice because I haven't written shit since the last time I was there. Yeah. And, B, it's always fun because you get that pop to go, hey, here comes Louie. Everyone goes crazy. It's fun. Celebrity. And then he go, I go, well, hey, by the way, if you want to warm up, we're at 13th Step. You can walk over here, 2nd Avenue, 9th Street, every Tuesday. Mm-hmm. And he goes, uh, "Are they? is it Louie friendly over there? Nah. And I'm like, I don't think anyone gives a shit. I asked Ken or I asked Sarah. Nobody cares. And Bring it on, I don't Eddie. think anyone even gives a f- uh, People do, but most people don't. Sure. Normal people. So I go, hey, come over. So Big Dick Rogers goes up. There's about 14 people there. He does great. Louis shows up. He kills. Griffin wow. kills. Broussard wow. kills. Sarah, everyone's just killing. Woo-wee. Great show. Couple Tuesdays there. Hey, hey dude, hey. Canner's got a new squeeze. Meet her. It's all fun and games. We go walk out there. We're all like, that was great. How about that joke? And then me, Steve, Louie, and Sarah all in the car talking about how great Griffin is. We're like, that guy's a master. He's a legend. Oh, my God. What about that joke? He used this word. It was like a real blowing Griffin fest. I wish Uh, we had recorded it and sent it to him because it would have lifted his spirits a little. But, I mean, he has really gotten better. Brilliant comedian, uh, next level, most underrated guy in New York, maybe. I would say, and he's better than he used to be. He's got like 20 new minutes, this guy. What? He's been running around. I've seen him on patios and uh, gay bars, you name it. <laughs> it's all all COVID-era stuff. I mean, he's got wow. amazing shit. So anyways, we're all blowing him, and it's that thing of like, I'll see you tomorrow. It feels like old days. Yes. So then I tell Ron on and Steve Rogers, and these these queefs have been doing comedy for six months. I mean, they're shitting their pants. They're, they're fucking in the bushes. Sure. So they're nervous. They're like, how are we getting there? What should we do? And I go, meet me at the cellar at four. And I really lament. I forgot. I should have texted you. I forget that you live right here. I don't know where you were. You might have been out of town. I think I was out of town. But it was one of those things. We meet up for lunch. Phil Hanley's there. What? It's Hanley, Liz, me, Steve, Renan. We're talking comedy. We're breaking. It was. The, we're talking the Chappelle thing. We're all going blah, 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 boo, boo, boo. It's a big hang. Ah, uh, what a group. And then I leave. I feel terrible. We walked out here and I'm like, this is Norman's house. And I'm like. Ah, I should have called you or texted you. I don't know what I was thinking. I think I was but, looking out the window with a tear coming down. I mean, we were standing right outside. I was ah. going to throw pebbles. But, I mean, we, to be truth be told, we were only there for about 20 minutes because right. we got there. We had to just meet there. Yep. Because I couldn't be like, meet me at his house because they'll be sitting on his doorstep like ah. little children. Yes. Anyways, we walk by. I point to the house. This is where it all happens, yada, yada. Ah. We go over there. We meet up with him. He's on time for the first time in his life. Mm. We get in his vehicle. Now, these two guys, I can see their, their uh, knees shaking back there. And they're like, I'm a big fan. Oh. And now, are they are they jizzing and queefing and squeaking? They're jizzing and queefing and squeaking a little bit. Ronan, he's he's first class, this guy. He, Good he doesn't give a fuck because he'll be like this. What? You don't like Casablanca? What are you, shitting me? And, which I respect because, you know, I, that, I'm that kind of guy. And and he's got a little Jewish mom in him like, huh? What are you saying now? I don't care who you are. You're wrong, Dickless. You know what I like about Ronan? He's the kind of guy you can argue movies and, and art with without it getting weird. Yeah, Where yeah. I'm like, you're incorrect. You're a piece of shit. He's like, all right, well, you're a piece of shit for this. I'm like, all right, if we're both pieces of shit. Yeah. And then we have a laugh and we, you know, fuck and suck each other's dicks. I'd pay, and we, maybe this is a Patreon idea, but you two, because he's a soprano. Junkie. Oh, we just He's had a, it out. Oh, yeah, is that already happened? We had it out in the park. Oh! It was like Chloe Radcliffe had a birthday party. She was on ecstasy or some shit, and oh. we're talking in the you know in the park, and well, maybe I'll take that part out. But we're t- we're talking. Uh, 
in the in the park and I started talking. It's like one of those things where I'm like, he's like, you're the guy. You think Soprano sucks? I'm like, I think it stinks. And then slowly people are like, what's this about Soprano? <laughs> Who? Who said the Sopranos is not good? And then it's, it ends up being like nine guys. And then there was some guy with a beard on a bike that I don't even know who he is. I don't even know if he was with us, but he was like, I think it stinks too. Whoa! I kissed him on the lips. And uh, COVID. who's this bearded bike bandit? I don't know who he is, but I think he's a comic. But I, I, I wanted to fuck him in the ass until he came. Sure, city bike. But uh, so, anyways, we have it out. But it's all fun and games, which is funny. He's like, that's literally the worst opinion I've ever heard on anything ever. Wow. And he thinks Shawshank stinks. He thinks Forrest what? Gump stinks. He's got no respect for '94. Forrest Gump, I'm shaky on. Well, that's fair, but he thinks Shawshank blows. But I was like, it's because Tim Robbins is a bad actor. He's like, I don't agree with that. I'm like, you think Shawshank stinks, but you don't think Robbins is bad? Robbins stinks. Shawshank is great. Mm, interesting. So it was a whole thing. He's a great guy. Real great guy. Smart guy. Funny guy. And Steve was there, too. Anyways, we drive down, and uh, Steve was, <laughs> Steve was great also. And uh, we had a great hang the whole ride. Great car ride. But then it's like pouring, and, and Louie's like, how far is this fucking place? We're skidding off the road. Ugh. It was like this wild night we have to, it's like having a dad we have to be like i guess we got to be quiet right now because right, the, the right. road is i mean it was pouring torrential rain don't make me come back there we get there it finally the rain has pittered out it's spitting now mm. we meet up with james matter i'm starving i forgot to get food i didn't want to make him stop because we were running late and then uh soul joel goes don't worry i ordered some pizzas and a philly cheese steak. oh the man and his like brother-in-law or father-in-law somebody comes in with like three steamy pizzas Ooh. We open it. It's like a classic pizza. Ah, oh, the cheese with the melty and the hot. Classic. I mean, like, it just looked perfect circle, the red rim, oh, the white rim cheese. Job. Oh, yes. it was beautiful. You know how you see people now, these fucking hipsters are like, we got a pizza, and it's got this rabbits on it and <laughs> fucking sticks and leaves, and you're like, fuck uh, you, you brutal. fucking douche. It's, it's, it's cauliflower queef. Get out of here, you come guzzling nuts. I mean, this was a pizza, like a pizza you see in like a kindergarten book where yes. you're like, pizza. You know what pizza always looked good to me is the Ninja Turtles pizza. They'd open that box, it would stretch out, and ah, then Splinter would eat them out. This is a Ninja Turtle pizza, and uh, I mean, and then JTP. I have no idea, but I mean, it was something else. So I eat the pizza. Who told you to eat the pizza? Mattern goes on. He kills fucking just killing. I mean, it's a small crowd because, you know, rain. So we sold 110, but only 70 showed up. But they're mm. all in the tent. And now the sand is all mud. It's just mud everywhere Ooh. and puddles. But everyone's just accepted it because they're excited. It's like Woodstock. It felt like Woodstock. That's what I said. I feel like I'm like, I feel like Aerosmith at Woodstock. Everyone's knee high in mud. And Mattern kills. He brings down Steve. Steve Rogers killing come on kill i'm telling you he's killing he's killing he's got his dick out they're all sucking it there you go best set i've ever seen him have and i've seen him do some killer stuff Uh i mean he is killing and the crowd's hot and me and louie and ronan are in the back it's one of those ones where everyone's excited to watch each other Uh ronan goes up and he takes it up a level he's killing that that level of like when you have a guy on before you is doing two not with chris allen obviously but sometimes you have a guy before you that's just like Ah, this is a little too much. Yeah, yeah, And yeah. Louis howling, bent over. He's like, who is this guy? Oh, what is this? Oh, man, what a, what a feeling for Ron on sentence. I mean, I'm telling you, I mean, he brought the heat. One of the funniest guys out there. Great new album out there. Yes, check out his album. And he works it. And he's out there screaming and jumping. And he's sweating. His beard's moist. Oh, yeah, so funny. I mean, they loved him. And it's the first Jew they've ever seen, I think. And, and James goes up there, and the brings me up. And right away, it's like hot. Dog City with ketchup on the side. Yes. I mean, it's just ripping it. And I, I, 
Oh my God, we got this is crazy. Wow. All right, we got it. We got it. All right, we got another ad to read oh, too. Geez, this is gonna right. be a long episode. You damn right it is. So I go up and I'm killing. I had to do the thing where I'm like, you guys are ruining every show that we do in the next <laughs> week because I'm gonna be up there going, yeah, but be fucking your right. wife because it's killing so hard. I can't right. even believe it. So I do about 20, and I go, hey, folks, that's it for me. What a great crowd. And they think it's over. They're, like, happy. And I go, I got a friend of mine came down for the oh trip. My it's God. Louis C.K., and they go, ape shit. And the fucking the rain is coming down. He comes up. He's all wet. And he just sucked their dicks for about 30 minutes, killed. And then we all get chairs, me and Steve and Rana. We're like, is there chairs around here? We get three chairs. We, we wipe them off. They're all wet. We stick them in the mud. And we're sitting there, and it's drizzling, but no one gives a fuck. Wow. So we're sitting side stage in the rain watching Louie. Everybody's wet. The guys that all work there, Mike Pond, he brings cookies. Because ah! we talked about Wegmans. They're all Tuesdays. Uh-huh. So the guy just drops a box of Wegmans on us. I mean, I shit blood. Steve and I are making out. We eat the cookies. Holy hell, what a night. Then we get in the car. I'm almost done. We get in the car, and we're all going, what the fuck? That was amazing. Can you believe that? Oh, my God. You had a great set. No, you had a great set. No, you're the best. Oh, God. We're all fucking in the car. Then we're driving up the street, and I'm about to say, we got to stop at Wegmans. I need some extra Wegmans. Uh There's an ice cream place right down the street. It's all fluorescent white, established 1945 ice cream. Come on. I go, oh, my God, look at that ice cream. Louie goes, what? <laughs> lays it out. I mean, like, just lays a slab on the ground. Everybody's holding the thing. He does the fucking, the one-handed. Oh, yeah. The Love spin it. Spin around. I mean, like, it, it, we're in the Ooh. big SUV. Ah! Big fucking tire slab. We pull in. It's 9.05. The little nerd guy looks exactly like me. He comes out, picks up the menu. The lights click off. Oh! Louis slams on the brakes, puts it in park. We're not even in a spot. We're in the middle of the thing. I go, do the thing. You're a celebrity. He yeah. comes running out, pulls his mask down. He's like, hold on, hold on. And then you can't hear him because he's up there. Yeah. And the last thing I hear as he's like running, he goes, I'll give you $100 for three cones. And then you see them kind of have an exchange. And then he turns and goes, waves us in. We all go, oh, my God. I go, come on. Come on. We leave four car doors open. All the doors are open. The lights are on. The windshield wipers are going. It's a little nerd guy. I mean, it looks exactly like me, but shittier. Yeah. And then like a woman who's kind of hot, but older. Where'd she come from? Who's this? She was in there sweeping. Ah, the sweeping cunt. He's the menu guy. She clicked the lights off. Yeah. Lights come back on. They're leaning out the window. What will it be, boys? And I get a big dish of chocolate chip. He gets strawberry, whatever the fuck kind wow. of ice cream. He gives the hundred bucks. The woman's like, I can't take this. Uh-huh. And he's like, you got to take it. Give it to somebody else. Meanwhile, you're like, you work at an ice cream shop in Royers. For, take, wow. the buck, take the money. But this is God-fearing Christian country. They, they got to be by the Bible and the Ten Commandments and, you know, kid fucking. She might have been confused. I don't know what happened. Eventually, she took the money. We ate the ice cream in the car. He's got the cone. We're all just quiet eating our ice cream. The whole way home, we talk movies, music, comedy. I mean, it was amazing. Wow. He drops us off in the middle of East Hell. We all get cabs. They got Ubers. They don't believe in cabs, these young kids, whatever. Mm, mm, mm. The yellow cab business is about to die. So I jumped in a yellow yes, cab. Yes, yes, dying. Cruised all the way home. And uh, <laughs> what a night. Wow. Magical, special. Thank you, Soul Joel. And uh, I don't know how we're going to top that. I'm back in January. I don't know if Louie will come, but... My God, he can come in my face. Yeah, I mean, I just came my band. What a story. I mean, that, that should be the name of a, of a movie. A hundred bucks for three cones. I mean, it Woo! was... I got chills. Unbelievable. They're multiplying. I mean, great ice cream, too. I mean, it was a special night. And I'll tell you, it, it oh. almost gave me an erection. You got that right. Tuesday's story is brought to you by Blue Chew, the first chewable dick pill 
I don't know if you tried it. I love Blue Chew. I've taken one this morning. They're the best. They taste good. They work quick. This thing gives you like an extra inch, if I'm being uh, so bold. Ooh. And uh, the lady loves it because, you know, sometimes you you, you, you pop one off uh, and that dong turns into an old pool noodle and just roll, folds, folds over. This thing will keep you hard for six days. It's hot. It's fake. It's good. It's great. It's blue. It tastes good. Big fan of the chew. Got to get on it. Keep one in your pocket at all times. I keep one in that cool little mini jean pocket up there. And just pop it in whenever I need it. Sometimes you're, uh, you know, I remember one time uh, last year in Thanksgiving, made love to the lady in her childhood bedroom, and I couldn't get it going too hard because it was a race car bed, and her mom's downstairs yelling. And uh, so thank God for the Blue Chew because I got it going. I banged a plant, her dog, and her sister. And, uh, yeah, get the Blue Chew. Tell them how, Fatty. Right now, we've got a special deal for our listeners. Visit BlueChew.com and get your first shipment Free when you use our special promo code Tuesdays. Just pay $5 shipping. Again, that's blue, B-L-U-E, chew, C-H-E-W, dot com, promo code Tuesdays to try it free. Bluechew.com, finally a website that can give you an erection. It's really good, folks. No joke. It's a hot item. Lunch. Get, get on it. Love Blue Chew. All right. Well, tell tell me some other shit. We got some time here. We well, got to extend because we got fucking nine ads here. Yeah. Well, I got to ask you, and this is just a uh, preference thing, and uh, I got to see how you feel about it. And maybe we got the video. I could even go visual. Ooh. Now, I've been working with this guy, Eric Mann. He's a cute kid. He did the fairy video. He did Park Norman. He's a, he's a good editor, filmer guy. He goes, hey, you know, he's a big Jew. He goes, hey, buddy, we've been working a lot together. COVID has ruined my dad's leather factory, so I got a he's got a huge warehouse full of leather jackets. Would you want one? And I was like, wow, I feel bad. I can't take I was like the ice cream cunt. I was like, I can't take a leather jacket. Those things are $8 million, and I'm not really a leather jacket guy. Yeah, it's a tough change. It's a tough <clears throat> change. Yeah, it's a big jump, and I always think back to that Joe DeRosa moment you know, back in the 80s when he walked in the cellar, and, and David Tell goes, oh, you got your attitude jacket. <laughs> And I was I I love that line and I think it's so funny but I, I don't want to be that guy. Sure. I'm not leather. I'm goofball, dick cheese, queef master. Yeah. So I went down there. Dad was nice. He was cute. Went by and you know you're going through all the leather. There's the leopard print. There's the white leather. There's the, the you know thriller Michael Jackson red with all the zipper. You going through and I found one that's the least ridiculous okay you know it doesn't have the big flaps and the chains and the metal and the snaps and the buckle what's the buckle about hate the buckle and i also hate the collar is, is jizzing on your neck and all that and so i wanted something just pretty almost like that jacket but leather sure and i found the one they had and actually fit okay and i wear it around the house the lj but I can't go outdoors in it because I just I hear my high school friends going, "Oh, what are you grease lightning? You fucking thunderbird, come jizz queef." Well, it's hard. I, I feel you. I get it. Sarah had a great bit about this about trying to incorporate a hat, <laughs> and you got to wear it on Halloween and then just leave it on oh, after you ditch the rest funny. of the costume. That's hilarious. But yeah, it's tough. I mean, I'm looking at a fur coat over here. I hope that's uh, not yours. That's a blanket. That's a blanket. Oh, okay. That, that, I thought you were David Putty over here. No, I shot a bear. That's nothing. That's that's a what do you call a throw? Ah, yes. By the way, I told you Halloween we were outside with a blanket. I'm, from now on, anytime I'm sitting outside, I'm taking a blanket. Yeah, it's a game changer. 
I'll sit outside in January with a blanket. I mean, I was hot. But anyway, you want to be the blanket guy, though. I'll be the blanket guy. Oh, yeah, you're gonna kill some Native Americans. Better than the leather jacket guy. Yeah. Well, I mean, should I grab it or is let it... me see it? I All mean, right. I used to wear. It. I'll I'll buy the time. I used to wear a leather jacket. I think we talked about this before. I was a leather jacket guy in my late twenties, mid twenties, and I left the jacket at Doc Holidays in East Village. And I never got it back. And it had a note from my previous girlfriend telling me how much she loved me. And it was a poem. And I was so bummed about the note. But I was leather jacket guy for a long time. Yeah, but it, it, it kind of worked because you were such a boozy, you know, fun-loving guy. That looks great. Are you Come kidding? On, it feels weird. It looks great. I mean, it's a little much because you look a little bit like a Thunderbird. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. I, I feel too... Sexy. It feels like I own a nightclub named Cheetahs, and uh, I deal blow on the side, and I got a, I got a, you know, like a Maserati. It's not uh, too far off from my old Navy, which was, uh, you know, I love 20, the old Navy. Twenty-five bucks. I mean, this thing's a piece of shit, but it looks okay. That it's looks similar. great, especially with the hood popping. Yeah, it's, it's, it's a bomber, which is perfect for me and my act. But this, I looked it up. This is a nine hundred dollar jacket. Wow. This is like high end shit. Denim or black denim is the name of it. The problem is, you're a little, you're, you're a little tan, and you're, you're, you got a square jaw, and you got, a, you're a handsome guy, uh. and so it's tough. And I want to do a bit about this. It's weird when you get to a level of like fitness or attractiveness that people think you're a douche. Yes. Like if I go shirtless in the park, people are like, "Ah, oh, there's a guy with no shirt on." It's a dad, you see some dad. of these fitness guys, I see, you see them shirtless and you're like, "What an asshole." Right. The people that have the fucking divid things uh, here yeah, the and fuck it's like line. every single piece has got a thing and yeah. you're like, "What a dick." But I'm like, "Well, I'm the same as that guy. It's just he's in shape." Yeah, exactly. It's a personal thing and it just hurts your feelings so you get mad. Yeah, so you might be too handsome for the leather jacket oh i don't know that's insane but i just i just can't do it but like you see a guy like ryan reese will walk up and you're like hey looks normal yeah some people look normal because they've always been wearing it yes you're gonna get a little shit i'll get some some pushback i mean keith will come in your face right i'm i'm, I'm ready but uh i think it looks pretty good it fits well stand up for a no, second take I, don't, a bow. I don't know how much uh I'm out of frame here, but uh, I don't like this either. How it goes, it goes out. I yeah, just lay. You know, you know, we're, we're getting all weird in here. I feel very uncomfortable. But well, what's uh, the lady say? She's into it, but she's like, just wear it. You know, on a nice thing. Like if you go to some kind of event that's kind of nicer, because you don't want to show up to an open mic in this thing. This is a nine hundred dollar jacket. I'll, I'll get egg on my face. Can I smell your arm, please? Ooh, that's nice. Hey. Oh yeah, that's that's real cowhide, uh, Dickless there. But I don't know. Uh, I don't know. I, I'll never wear it. I wear it around the apartment. I make an egg omelet in my pajamas and, and LJ. Maybe if you get a patch, like a big Tuesdays patch on the back. Oh, that's not bad. Maybe I'll get a swastika or that's lunch. Uh, queef it up. I don't know. But yeah, it's. I feel like the the kid in the, what's that movie? The Monster Squad. Right. Yeah. I mean, or, maybe. Or, uh, Boy Meets World. TV, maybe, or something? TV, uh, maybe, yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Feels like you got to wear leather. I mean, it's like Eddie Murphy and Chris Rock and Jim Jeffrey. They all go leather. I yeah. I just don't feel like a leather man. I get the uh, the nervousness of it. Any kind of new item is nerve-wracking. I mean, even, 
I get the Ted Bakers for TV. A couple of nights I'll wear it's Friday night at the cellar. I'm like, I'm gonna wear a Ted Baker, and it's a lot of comments, a lot of yes, like, whoa, yes, exactly. It's the same with a hat. Your, your gal's right. I mean, every time you throw a hat on, not really us with a ball cap, but you know, like a Matt Ruby's got an Indiana Jones thing going, or a visor beanie, any any kind of yarmulke. Bad news. Yeah, new look is tough. You almost want to say this was a gift. Yes, it's a thing. It, it was a gift. Maybe that's what the patch I'll get. Gift. Yeah. I like it. It works. It's it's unsettling, yeah, but you yeah. get used to it. I mean, if we okay. did the whole episode by the end, I'd be like, oh, yeah, it's a jacket. All right. All right. Maybe I'll try it out one night. You know, you have a, a dinner party. I'll, I'll, I'll throw it on. But. All right. I, if you go to the cellar, check the lineup. Make sure there's no Bobby, <laughs> no Keith. I think right. I might have a fart. It might be funny. Ooh, that was oh. to die for. That I was a like perfect fart. I might have shit my oh, pants. Oh, jeez. All right. Well, we, we haven't gone too bad. Let me see. I think I'm out of jizz here. We got the LJ. We got the Royer's Furt. I'm there in December. What, well, you got any hot dates cooking there? Sloppy jalopy? I got a few things. Web series uh, premieres tomorrow, 3 p.m. on my YouTube. Go uh, subscribe. What are you going to no, say? No, no, no. You finish. Um... Brian Parise, you know him? He, le- he released an album. He's funny. Comic, funny guy. Funny guy, nice guy. I think it's called, ah, oh, fuck. Ah, uh, oh, fuck me hard. Let me, let me give that a Google while give you it a, uh, Give it a look. I tweeted it, and I can't even remember the name of it. God damn it. Suck my fuck. Mm. Um, check that out. And uh, the TV show Servant, I don't get anything from that. I want to just say, rest in peace, Creek in the Cave. I mean, how many oh, nights did we spend forgot, there? Yeah. Totally forgot. That place is Brutal. closing. Maybe we'll do a bonus. We could just tell Creek stories. But yeah. that's where I think you and I kind of first started hanging out. We hung out at Barcelona. We went on the road trip, but I would always see you there. And yep. I mean, I restarted my whole career there. Dean's yep. List, Mike. I mean, coming back at the 11 o'clock, Mike. And. Saw the whole thing. I've been drunk there so many, so many hours there. Rebecca Trent, shout out to her. She was the owner. She was a, she's like a comedy mom. We all love her. She took care of us. Free Thanksgiving dinner. If you had nowhere to go, I'm talking Chris Kringle around Christmas, New Year's parties, uh, the Monsters show. We're all friends here. What was that one? Where we all got high. The weed? Midnight Run. Midnight Run with Andy Haynes. I mean that. I've got so many memories there. The, the I've had sex on that stage. I fucked the in the sound booth. Ah, the back patio, the Legion of Skanks. I mean, there's so many mems. First podcast we ever did together was there. Oh. We did a podcast in that room that smelled a little bit like a toilet. Is I mean, that right? Yeah, we did that thing where we bounced jokes, and I think Marcus Parks was producing it. Yeah, wow. That was that way, guy. way back. And, yeah, um, special place. Really, it, it should have a documentary about it. I hope somebody does it, but we're all poor. But I mean, they had the two roasts, the Giannis roast, the oh, Nate Bargatze roast, which think about yeah. this. Think about how crazy this is. Big J. There was the Nate and Giannis roast. Nobody filmed a second of it. Right. No, it, wasn't, it was long enough ago that nobody was like, I'm putting this on my Twitter, on my Instagram. Totally. We did a roast for the love of the game. I'm getting goosebumps telling it. And the jokes were amazing. It was an amazing night, sold out crazy. Packed, and nobody posted. No, and we weren't even posting point. back then. That's true. And it's The first Skank Fest was there. I mean, the first Sticker Treat was there. I mean, that place is legendary. We burned Rich Voss's hat a couple of years ago at Skank Fest. Oh, we had yeah. cigars in the back. I mean... Oh, that, is that Amazing. where I got pissed, dumped on? Or yeah, dumped yeah. Piss? Yeah, yeah. I did my one-man show there. Remember oh, the one-man right. show? There the will be pigs. I mean... <laughs> I mean, it was uh, amazing, and it's a huge part of my life because... You got you know, Montreal there. I got Montreal there. I remember talking to you that day. I was making spaghetti, and yep. I was like, I'm watching the Bruins game, and uh, I went there, and I had the best set of my life, and yep. then I ate shit up there, but it was uh, a special <laughs> place. 
Yes. And every single person I met on the road, the bummer about it is everyone asks you for advice. I'd always say, just go to the creek. When you come to New York, right. go to the creek yeah. and just be there and, and make friends. And it's a comedy clubhouse, the crawfish boils, the crab boils, all the dinners. All I mean, she hooked it up. She gave us free food, free booze. I mean, the pinball. I have a drink named after me there. I've got. I've, I've won a couple creek awards. It was really a special. I mean, Donald Glover used to hang out there. T.J. Miller. It was like Alana Glazer, Hannibal, Michael Che. Like everybody was there. Seinfeld was there. Seinfeld was there. We College did the twist Quinn. party. I brought Quinn in. I said, I'll call him right now. And uh, she never stopped blowing me because of it, which I felt good about. That's nice. And uh, amazing place. Rest in peace. COVID sucks. We love the uh, creek. Brutal. And I, I hate this sounds pejorative. But it's it's a I thought it was like a cockroach like this place will never go a nuclear holocaust can happen or a juke and shit on it it'll never go away and then boom the COVID the silent killer I mean it got Dangerfields which I was like ah you know Dangerfields it was on it you know it's it's got a preconceived condition but uh, <laughs> it's fucking the creek I didn't think it would go but Rebecca should remain in the comedy family she's in the umbrella she was at Montreal she was running festivals she was booking this and that. So uh, hopefully she will live on, and I sent her a nice text, and I saw you. You had some great posts. The photos. My God, the photos. I mean, the photos of everyone dancing in there was great, and... Uh, uh, the Creek Awards, everything. It was just... It was a special place. Yeah. It sucks. It's... All those memories just... <laughs> gone. What do you do? What do they do? They do a thing. They kiss and point at the thing. <laughs> yeah, and I don't know. How business? does that... You touch the left tit and the right yeah, or whatever. Testicles, spectacles. Pour out a beer. And wallet and watch. Fuck your dad. Yeah, I don't know, but yeah, that's... Uh, <laughs> Oh, the, the 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 Brian Parisi's called Last Wishes. Okay, Last Does Wishes. Does that look right? Yeah, that's the yeah, one. That's, that's it. it. Yeah. Okay, yeah. He's a good good egg, good kid. I did Montreal with him. I oh, both age. There you uh, go. Got a great stash. And uh, oh, what was I going to say? Oh, uh, you you told a hot show story. I can't follow that uh, CK ice cream stuff, but I just want to say, I say I, you know I say yes to every Tom, Dick, and Anal on the street. This guy goes, hey. I have a show in Jersey, a, a town I'd never heard of before, uh, Morristown. Oh, I've heard of Morristown. Never heard of it. And I go, yeah, I got the night off. I'll, I'll go there. And it was one of those things with a day of. I'm like, what am I calendar? Morristown. Then you like look into it, and you're like, oh, I got to take the New Jersey Transit. Let me see if I can get a ride from Doug Key or some guy. And uh, he's uh, he's uh, not available. All right. So like the sun's going down. I got to walk out to... Penn Station, get on the New Jersey Transit. There's hobos everywhere. Penn Station's like fucking uh, zombie land down there. It's wild. It was ugly before. Yeah, exactly. And so, you know, you ride out there. It's an hour. You're kind of dozing off, falling asleep. Where the hell am I going? I get off the train. It's like Pleasantville. It's just, you know, lawns and picket fences. I'm like, what the hell is this? You walk 10 minutes. (coughs) Boom. The guy's like, hey, everything okay? You're like, yeah, what am I doing? What is this? I get there. It's a restaurant called Tiff's. And he's like, oh, yeah, we have a comedy show upstairs. We've been doing it for 20 years, but, uh, you know, COVID, now we got to do the patio. And I'm like, all right. He goes, eh, have a meal. Super sweet guy. Nice guy. Sit down, have some fish tacos. I look at the patio. It's jam-packed full of Tuesdays. Comedy shirts everywhere. I'm like, what is this place? He's like, oh, dude, this is a famous comedy club. We had Artie Lang here a couple weeks ago before this and that. I'm like, Artie Lang was here? Like, good names. He's like, yeah, we've had a tell and this and that. I'm like, what? It's a staple. I go out there. I don't care. I have the set of my life. Wow. You know that feeling when you're in the middle of nowhere, killing, and you're like, no one will hear about this. No one will record this. This is going up nowhere. And it felt great. It was just like you said about the creek. It just felt like I'm doing it for the love of the game. 
These guys are comedy fans. We're out here. They're dying at everything. New stuff's working. I'm riffing. I'm crowd working. All the other comics are there watching in the back. Like, oh, there's that guy. I love Tuesdays, the whole thing. And it was just one of these magical nights I didn't see coming because I'm on the train like a douche. I didn't know what the hell I'm getting into. And it was just I rode the train back with a smile ear to ear, and I, I shit myself. I love, <laughs> I love it because those are the nights. That's why I have such... A problem with all the comedy specials. Not that there's so many, uh, but I have a hard time watching them because I'm like, I know this is not capturing those special nights. Yes. And that's the hardest part of comedy. You do so many shows like that, whether it be an early show or a Wednesday at the Funny Bone or Tiff's yes. or wherever it is. You have those shows and you're like, I wish everybody could experience this. Not just see it on video, but experience it. Yes. And so even the best special of all time... With, you know, bring the pain or whatever. You're like, ah, but this at the fucky, fucky face or whatever. It oh, is. oh, yeah, yeah. And whatever that, whatever night, whatever Tuesday night is like the best. Nobody gets to see the best version of it uh, unless they're actually course. at the show, which is why you should go and see live comedy, especially at some place called Tiff's in New Jersey. That sounds amazing. Tiff's, Morristown, give it a goog, look it up, go to the website, see who's coming. You got to do it if you can. I mean, heated patio, covered. Great. Just so fun. You get a meal. And it was this cool thing of like, you get off stage, you're like, man, I did like an hour and 10 because it was so hot, you know, and the crowd work and everything. And then I go, when's the next train? Some guy goes, there's one in about seven minutes. And I go, anyone want to give me a ride to the train station? The guy goes, some guy goes, sure. Just a guy who lives there. He works at, you know, fucking Kmart. Got in his car. He drove into the train station. We chatted. One of the perks of being a man, by the way. I can just get into a car with this lunatic. He's, he's got a filthy Civic, you know, this. Burger King wrappers on the ground, his ashtrays full of shit. And you know, we, we, he drops me off. We have a great time. We high five, jump on the train, never got a ticket. And the guy walks up and I go, I just did a comedy show. I don't have a ticket. And he goes, ah, whatever. And he, he just oh, let wow. me go. Yeah, it was like a great night. And I come home. I got home at like midnight. And, you know, the lady's in pajamas, fingering herself. And I was like, you were not going to believe this. I told her she didn't care. And we made love. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that sounds great. Great times. I mean, we're living the life. People are going to get upset because we're having fun. We're sorry. but uh, It was all socially anal, you know, except for the car <laughs> ride with the psychopath. But other than that, I mean, it was, it was, I should have brought shirts. I could have sold out. These guys were pumped. They're amped up and just cool. You can go somewhere and people know you wherever you go. Yeah. So tiffs. Good stuff. Tiffs. Uh, join the Patreon, by the way. Yes. The Patreon is rocking. We did, uh, by the way, a lot of positive response on the Chappelle breakdown. We did a whole... You kill- I almost sent that to Jerry. Oh, jeez. I thought about it, but he doesn't He doesn't want to buy a Patreon. But <laughs> <laughs> I, I think he would have loved that because you nailed it. We could probably send him the raw audio, but, I mean, it was a great 30-minute... Uh, we, we talked a lot in-depth about the Chappelle. And, I mean, how many... Patreons we have now. We've been doing a bonus a week the entire COVID. Yeah. Oh, I keep seeing people go, you should do two episodes a month. Well, for three bucks, you can get two. And uh, also, uh, yeah. I mean, the, the, I have so much gratitude for all the people that are on the Patreon because it really is sustaining us. And Yes, uh, yes. So thank you for that. And it doesn't go nowhere. You get hours and hours of shit. And don't forget, all the live episodes are up there. Yep. And I think, what is it? If we get to 3,500 soon, we're going to do a live. we get to 3,500, we do a live stream on YouTube. You can ask us questions. You can interact with us. We'll be talking to you face-to-face, basically, off a YouTube live stream. And uh, that should be a, a real humdinger. And, uh, yeah, tell a friend, get everybody on it, all the live ones. Me and, uh, you know, I'll be on the road with Doug Key or Fat Chris Al. I'll throw one of those up. We're drunk in a fucking – I should apologize. We did one. It was an hour and 15 minutes. He's high out of his mind. I'm in a blackout on tequila, 
and I just sent it to Shelby, and I was like, ah, I hope we didn't say the N-word, and uh, apparently it went up, and I got no tweets about it, so I think people hated it. But oh, I'm sure it's fine. We went off the rails. It was real boring, I think. But, uh, yeah, they're all going up there. It's all fun and good stuff. I and was get in there. About to look at something to plug. Oh, January. Uh-huh. Uh, fuck me hard. January. I only got one real date on the books. I'm trying to be fucking, you know, whatever. January 7th through the 9th, Helium, Philadelphia. It's my only uh, real date, so it's going to sell out because I think it's going to be 25% or 50% capacity. There so get go. tickets early. January 7th through the 9th, Helium, Philadelphia, one of my favorite clubs ever. Great club, Do great that. town. I'm uh, I'm all over the Midwest in January doing all the funny bones, uh, Kansas City and uh, Omaha, all that shit. Going to do a real, a real run. I'm in New Orleans this Saturday. I'm doing a show outdoors. Check it out. Give it a goog. I can't think of the name of the place. Then I'm doing the Zony Mash Burger on the Wednesday and Happy Thanksgiving. And uh, oh, I should bring my. I'm going to New Orleans. I should bring my uh, recorder. Oh yeah, bring the recorder. And April, we're gonna have a fucking vaccine being all tossed out there. It's uh, a few months, six uh, months. I'll believe it when I jizz it. Five months, whatever. They're gonna December. They're gonna give it to the essential fucks, and then yeah. I think uh, January, the old fucking assholes get it. And then April, we should be sticking it up our ass. Well, what's up with these chooches that won't take it? You hear about these? Yeah, I'm not all, taking that all shit. All kinds of people won't take it, but uh, you, you know that's their loss. Put it right in my dick hole. I'm ready. for for it uh but i don't know i mean i should have died by now i'm, I'm selling merch i'm kissing uh, strangers i'm blowing hobos well i think maybe you had it i think i might have had it i don't know what's what but yeah. uh we'll see supposedly it's all wild right now so be careful out there let's just get through the winter we'll be back i talked to shafi he's like the smartest guy i know shafi hossein he reads and he's from bangladesh or whatever sure I don't know. They're smart. Seems smart. Yeah, yeah. Love a dish. But he reads everything, and he said, oh, no question, no question. We'll be back. I can't do the accent really that well. but good. Eh, it was good for somebody. Yeah. It sounded like somebody, but not him. I think that was my cabbie. But, but either way. <clears throat> anyways, he's like, we'll be back 100%. He's the smartest guy I know, so be safe. Fuck your mother in the ass. Yeah, praise Allah, and uh, yeah, queef in your own tuna. We'll see you next week. Happy turkey. We'll